we are doing yet another giveaway. Get in touch with us, you USA Lurid listeners and you UK Lurid listeners. And tell us which one you are. Tell us which one. Yeah, we, we yeah. need to know um, because those are two separate codes that we give out. Um, you can get in touch through Twitter at the KMQ. Or if you want to be a little more private about it, you can email us at thekissmequicks at gmail.com and let us know um, that you want a free download code for BWE6. They are going to go so fast. So jump on it now. Like maybe stop listening right now and get those fingers working on that keypad yep. on your phone because they're going to they're gonna yeah. fly. We do a first come, first serve situation. Mm, so. Yes, and you will come. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty, dirty girl. Well, you know, all for good reasons. <laughs> Eroticism is important. It influences and energizes our entire human experience. Eroticism isn't sex. It's sexuality transformed by our imaginations. We encourage lurid listeners to cultivate eroticism, to play with it, smack it, and rub it down. We want you to enjoy yourselves, your partners, and your sexuality. You are entitled to your sexual self. This show is for adults only and contains erotic stories that sometimes feature provocative characters and intense themes and situations spanning many literary genres including action-adventure, science fiction, romance, horror, fantasy, and paranormal. Please listen responsibly. Hey, hey, Lord listeners. What? Listeners? <laughs> That's because uh, you hey. heard me say I'll get you there. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Lord listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. This is Rose and Big Daddy Dave Caraway in studio again. We've got another sexy story for you. We're mm-hmm. very excited. Um, we're very excited uh, because we are finally getting to promote Best Women's Erotica of the Year, Volume 6. It's just fun to work with Rachel. She is really taking this series in such a great direction. The theme with Volume 6 is adventure, and it's all themed around women's sexual fantasies, their fetishes, and kinks, which is so fun. Absolutely. Um, Right up our alley, and we know for you lured listeners too, it was really hard to decide which stories from that collection to feature on the show. Um, So we just picked a bunch of them. (laughs) We're going to throw them all out toward you guys. It was hard. Yeah. We we both were like, man... (laughs) It was really difficult to pick which one. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's super exciting. We love working with Rachel Kramer Bessel. As you guys know, um, many of our audiobooks that we do are edited by her. And, you know, Best Women's Erotica is just, it's going gangbusters. I know that there's another volume about to be published or might be already published, and then even yet another one uh, after that. So, I mean, we're totally in this for the long haul. <laughs> we love Best Women's Erotica um, and RKB, as we call her. Um, so today's featured story from BWE number six is titled Cooling Off, and it's written by Britt Ingram. And we liked this one. We chose this one because it really, for all of you West Coast uh, Lurid listeners and some Australian listeners, um, this one kind of touches on some themes of wildfire. And so the author uh, really brought that out in her sexy, sexy freaking story. Yep. I mean, the shower scene is like, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, it's a firefightery story, and we know you guys are going to love it. But before our story begins, check out our latest audiobook. 
If you're looking for your next sexy listen, Best Women's Erotica of the Year, Volume 6, is sure to heat things up. These 20 adventure-themed stories will take you around the globe as you meet characters eager to indulge their sensual sides. Whether a single mom having a hot vacation fling, a vegetarian lusting after a hunky butcher, a couple visiting a kinky escape room, or a divorcee hitting up a motorcycle club and going on an easy ride, these characters say yes to their most daring desires. Women who've been told they're too much discover the joy of asking for more, and more, and more. And getting it, these erotic tales bear all. Enjoy women's sexual fantasies come to life. Best Women's Erotica of the Year, Volume 6. This best-selling series will make your heart race with excitement. Available at Audible, Amazon, and iTunes. And now, Cooling Off by Britt Ingram. The wildfires had been raging for a month. More than 200,000 hectares gone already, lost in white-hot flames. Nothing more than embers were left in some areas. This year was looking worse than the last. The entire region was shrouded in banks of smoke, the inductive nature of the topography keeping it trapped in the valleys. The smoke was also drifting south. You could see it from space. There was some talk of rain in the forecast, but so far, there had been nothing. Plus, rain often meant lightning, which meant more fires. About 25 firefighters were stationed in this remote town in the backwoods, along with support staff, social services, and a few hundred townspeople. Police were around as well, to enforce evacuation orders and keep the peace. I wasn't there as a firefighter. I was in emergency ops, so I helped coordinate response to the fires, sourcing supplies, liaising with the press, and coordinating volunteers. Being there was an adventure at first, but the days were hard. Ten hours each shift for me this week and no days off yet, although relief was expected in a day or two. It was emotionally draining work. And did I mention how hot it was? upward of 40 degrees Celsius and dry as tinder. The stress and the sweat and the smoke clung to every inch of me. At least that's what it felt like when I signed out of ops and headed toward camp. My hair, tucked away in a ponytail under a ball cap for most of the day, felt dirty as I pulled it free. When I took off my clothes, after my shift, I could see a line of grit where the airborne particulate mixed with sweat. It got everywhere. I scrubbed at it with my thumb, knowing that only a long, hot, sudsy shower would make me feel clean again. I knew I had it easier than the firefighters, probably easier than the social services volunteers, too. I was basically admin staff, and I was surrounded by dozens of hardworking, tough-talking, calendar-worthy men. 
My friends back home had warned me that firefighters were trouble, so I had expected to fend off all kinds of approaches. But the entire time I had been here, almost two weeks now, there hadn't been even a hint of bad behavior. No innuendos, no jokes, no come-ons. I wondered if I should be offended. No doubt the chief had spread the word. I was hands-off, considering I was the youngest member of Ops and one of only a handful of women he was trying to look out for me. I appreciated the sentiment, but I wouldn't have minded some masculine company. The days were long. I got a little lonely in the evenings. I had a boyfriend back home, but cell service at the camp was patchy, and it wasn't like I could have a quiet moment with him on the satellite phone with so many other people around. Yes, some big manly hands would be appreciated tonight. Someone to help work the kinks out of my tired muscles. But there were no helping hands in sight as I made my way to my temporary home. Home was actually an old hunting resort made up of a clutch of cabins between the highway and the lake. It was nothing fancy. I shared a one-room cabin with one of the female firefighters, but she worked a totally different shift, so I rarely saw her. Today, she was on a flyover with the chief to scope out the perimeter of the fire, so I had the place to myself. More importantly, I had the outdoor shower to myself. I had passed some of my coworkers as I walked through the complex, but for the most part, the camp was deserted. Everyone was either in their cabins or down at the little restaurant that served as the mess hall slash lounge. I approached the outdoor shower with intense anticipation. My little bag of toiletries dangled from my arm, and a nice thick towel hung over my shoulder. I needed a little bit of luxury in the midst of all the smoke and the men and the roughing it. The early evening was still hot, and the air was hazy with smoke. A cool shower would be perfect. The shower was tucked in behind a utility shed, away from the cabins and the lounge. It was roomy and clean. The original builders must have designed it to capture the best of the scenery, because the back was totally open. There was a shower curtain you could pull shut for privacy, but I liked to keep it open. You could shower and get one of the best views in town, the Glacier Lake. Blue, black, and still, ringed with trees. The setting sun was lighting up the top of the mountain on the other side of the lake, and I stopped to take in the sight. It was breathtaking. I stepped into my oasis, shaking my hair free of the ponytail holder. I ran a damp cloth over my arms and up my neck, letting the cool fabric refresh me. Then I stripped, laying my clothes on the little bench off to the side. I turned the shower on and stepped into the stream of water, letting it caress my body. It felt heavenly. If I couldn't get one of the firefighters to give me a hand, I could at least have this. I added soap to my shower puff and started to scrub away at the grit and grime of the day, starting at my neck and working down to my ankles. It felt wonderful to be clean. I was looking forward to nestling in my cot, which wasn't that uncomfortable, considering it was a single, and getting a full eight hours of sleep. I thought about my boyfriend, Tim, who lived in the southern interior of the province in a small mountain town. It was still early evening. He would just be getting home from work, probably relaxing in the living room or maybe out on a long bike ride. 
He had big, strong hands, a muscular frame, and a five o'clock shadow that always rubbed me the right way. After more than two weeks, it was hard being away. Home was a four-hour drive and a bumpy helicopter ride away. I would have to jump him as soon as I got back. Just the idea of being in his arms made my nipples harden. I soaped up my breasts, wishing I was with him. I couldn't ignore the fact that some of the firefighters were attractive. Okay, I'll admit it, they were hot. Strong, virile, confident, easygoing. Always saving the day or helping cats and damsels in distress. Their smell, even after a long day, was manly and intoxicating. Their casual banter in the mess hall kept everyone's spirits up. But the way they treated me with the utmost of respect and deference was frustrating. I wanted to be one of the guys or one of the girls they took back to their cabins on days off. A girl could get into a lot of trouble with this crew. The other night, I was hanging out in the lounge with a few of the guys. It was a subdued night. Everyone was tired. The chief was doing paperwork, and some guys were watching TV. I was reading in the corner. Two firefighters, a man and a woman, were playing chess near the back of the room. I had a great view of their game, and more. I watched them exchange secret glances as he put his hand on her thigh under the table, stroking higher and higher. Her face stayed impassive, but she reached down and pulled his hand farther up, right between her legs. They seemed to stay focused on the game, but before long, she stood up and said she was calling it a night. He didn't wait five minutes longer before doing the same. My eyes followed him as he not so casually exited the lounge, and I met the eyes of another firefighter who had watched the whole thing, too. The chief's nephew, Caleb just a little younger than me and fresh to the sight. Handsome as hell, he gazed at me as if waiting to see my reaction to the little scene. I flushed and tried to return to my book. When I looked up a moment later, Caleb was still watching me. Yes, a girl could get into a lot of trouble. Maybe I wanted a little trouble. The shower was blissfully refreshing. I let myself get lost in the feeling of the water dancing on my skin for a few moments. I hoped it would cool my flame a bit. Tonight, I was literally aching to feel a man's hands stroke my tits, or have him explore my slick pussy with his fingers and use his tongue where his fingers had been. My thoughts turned to Caleb, and I closed my eyes, imagining him being the one to give me what I needed. It made me breathe a little faster. I couldn't resist giving my breasts a hard squeeze with both hands. I could never cheat on my boyfriend, not even if it was with Caleb or any other firefighter with a no-strings-attached approach to flings on the job. But that didn't stop me from wondering what sex would be like with him. My nipples hardened under my hands as I imagined Caleb taking each little nub in his mouth. Would he be gentle and teasing with them? Or would he suck with greed, nibbling the pink peaks and washing my flesh with a voracious tongue? I pinched them lightly, then a little harder, savoring my body's response. The shower had a great perk, a removable massaging shower head that I could use to get at every part of my body. Very therapeutic when used on a stiff neck, but I had another application in mind. 
I changed the setting to an intense pressure and aimed the spray on each of my nipples, letting the water drum onto my skin. I moaned slightly at the feeling. Caleb's mouth would be just as intense. We wouldn't have time to be gentle and exploring. It would be hard, fast, and powerful. I propped a leg up on the wooden bench and pushed one finger, then another, inside my hot pussy, letting my mind dwell on that thought a bit longer. Caleb's hands still on my breasts. Caleb kissing my belly as he knelt in front of me, dipping his tongue into the very center of my lust. Caleb putting both hands on my ass so he could push his tongue in deeper. I aimed the shower spray lower, enjoying the feeling of the water massaging my clit while I continued to finger myself. When I had to lean back against the wall to support myself, the cold siding of the shower stall was another sensation for me to enjoy. My legs were trembling as I plunged my fingers inside, heat starting to radiate through my belly. I pulled my fingers out and lifted them to my mouth, tasting myself clean and still a little musky. But as much as I longed to let the showerhead finish the job, I knew better than to waste water. It was wildfire season, and it was frivolous and stupid to take water away from firefighting efforts. I sighed as I replaced the showerhead and quickly rinsed the conditioner out of my hair. My precious shower time was short, but I had needed it. I wished I had more time to myself to continue what I had started with the showerhead. Dinner was only about a half hour away. I could hear voices and laughter over near the cabins. Everyone was probably hanging out in the lounge, joking and bragging after a day in the field. I loved having this time away from them all, indulging in some much-needed and private self-care with no one the wiser. If my roommate was still out in the field, I would have a few minutes of privacy to play with my vibrator before dinner. I toweled off and then reached for the body lotion stashed in my kit. This I could take my time with. I could have this one final moment to myself before returning to the guys. One delicious moment to feel like a woman. I happened to glance out toward the lake as I turned to pick up my towel. There was a picnic table tucked under a stand of birch trees about 50 feet away, a nice private spot overlooking the lake, perfect for a quiet moment. And there was Caleb, staring right at me. I gasped, grabbing my towel for cover. What the hell was he doing there? How long had he been sitting there? From where he sat, he had a clear and unobstructed view right into the shower stall. The knowledge that anyone taking a walk by the lake might see me had been at the back of my mind, but I hadn't thought it was likely to happen. That was why I left the shower curtain open. Had Caleb been watching while I played with myself? I felt a flush race over my skin and clutched the towel closer to my chest. Caleb was seated casually, his back against the table, his elbows propped up behind him. He was watching me intently, but he didn't seem to be in any rush to turn away. He was waiting to see what I would do next. I hadn't moved since I met his eyes, if it had been anybody else, like the chief or another firefighter, I would have yelled at them to get away and yanked the shower curtain closed in a hurry. I would have left off my embarrassment like one of the crew. But this was Caleb, the man I had just spent a few delightful minutes fantasizing about. 
I didn't feel embarrassed. Instead, Caleb's gaze triggered an alertness in my body. I felt a new kind of pleasure from being watched. Perhaps he sensed my physical need. Maybe he had the same need for a connection, for a release. Without really thinking about it, I slowly lowered the towel, keeping my eyes on Caleb's. I then turned away, bending slightly to place the towel over the bench. I could practically feel Caleb's eyes running over the curves of my body. I stretched my arms languidly above my head, running my fingers through my wet hair. A thrill ran over my skin, a tingle of awareness. If he was going to watch, I might as well put some effort into it. I perched myself on the towel so my butt was at the edge of the bench and picked up my body lotion. Pumping a generous amount into my hands, I started applying it to my ankles and worked my way up my legs. My knees were together at the start, but as I reached the tops of my thighs, I parted my legs slightly, just enough to give Caleb a little peek. I moved on from my lower body and massaged the lotion onto my arms and my shoulders. It smelled like lavender and felt like heaven as I rubbed it into my skin. I pumped some more into my hands and looked up at Caleb as I rubbed it onto my breasts. He had leaned forward and was resting his elbows on his knees as he watched, as if he was trying to get a better look. He seemed to understand that I was inviting him to watch me luxuriate in a few private moments, but he had to do it at a distance. This was pure decadence. I closed my eyes and let my head fall back. I had never let anyone watch me play with myself before, not even Tim. He was no slouch in the sex department, trust me. He was adventurous and giving and always put my pleasure first but he would much rather be involved in the action than sit back and watch. Caleb, on the other hand, seemed perfectly happy to enjoy whatever I had to share. So I opened my legs a little wider and ran my hands along my inner thighs. A slight breeze licked at my skin, giving me goosebumps despite the warmth. With one finger and the lightest of pressure, I stroked my clit. I wasn't in any hurry, my body was already primed, though, and even that slight sensation made me moan. Is this what Caleb wanted to see? Did he walk by the shower by accident, totally innocent? Or did he follow me from my cabin? Did he plan to catch me in a private moment? Whatever his intention, it only turned me on more. I began to make slow circles on my clit with more pressure, with my free hand, I pinched first one nipple, then the other, feeling my body start to respond more strongly. My hips began to undulate against the bench. I propped one foot up on the bench so I could have better access to my pussy. One hand was busy with my clit, so I reached around the back of my thigh to dip two fingers inside my wetness. I looked up and met Caleb's eyes. I hadn't noticed the exact moment he'd unzipped his own jeans, but I could see the outline of his cock as he stroked it. I smiled at him, letting him know I enjoyed the view. That moment between us felt surprisingly intimate. Knowing that he was watching me and enjoying what I was giving him gave me a thrill, a sense of power. 
My pussy began to tighten around my fingers, my creamy liquid dripping down to my knuckles. That tantalizing heat was building up again, along with that tension in my lower belly. But I needed something to take me over the edge. My fingers weren't enough. Caleb's cock looked like it would satisfy the urge I was feeling. The urge, no, the need, to have something big and hard to fill me up, to have something pound deep into me while I rubbed my clit. I thought longingly of my vibrator, which I had left in my suitcase back in the cabin. But then my eyes fell on my hairbrush, which was peeking out of my toiletry kit. It had a smooth, round wooden handle that flared out at the bottom, about the width of a broomstick. It wasn't the thick cock I craved, but that handle would do in a pinch. Caleb sat up a bit straighter when he saw me grab the hairbrush. His dick was fully out of his jeans now, and he was pumping his hand faster around his shaft. I circled the handle of the hairbrush around the entrance to my pussy, feeling the sleek, polished wood as I teased my already plump and wet lips. But the anticipation was too much, my need too strong. I eased the handle in as far as it would go. My pussy tightened around the intrusion with a sensation that made me moan. My head dropped back, and I had to pause for a breath. All of my senses felt heightened in that moment. A trickle of sweat made its way between my shoulder blades. The scent of my musk mixed intoxicatingly with the smell of smoke and pine needles. I opened my eyes to catch the last of the afternoon sun cresting the mountain with orange and pink. Amazingly, a mass of gray clouds had crept up, and a breeze brought the promise of rain. Slowly, I pulled the brush handle away from the grip of my pussy, almost all the way out, before pushing it in deeply again. Another pause, another deep, shuddering breath. Caleb was mimicking my pace, taking a pause every time I did. I kept up that slow, leisurely motion, pulling the brush handle out and easing it back in, while using my other hand to keep the pressure on my clit. The voices back at camp were getting louder and more animated. The dinner bell would be ringing soon. I hoped that no one would walk by the shower and interrupt this moment, but part of me didn't care. I picked up the pace with the brush, building up to a fast in and out, angling it upward slightly so I could hit that one sensitive spot. Again and again, harder and deeper, my hand moved faster and faster on my clit. I kept my eyes on Caleb as he pumped his cock. His mouth was open, and I could see that he was breathing as quickly as I was. I sensed Caleb's need, and my own couldn't be held off anymore. My orgasm radiated out across my body, delivering embers of pleasure that made me quiver. My hips bucked in response to waves of heat that swelled and retreated again and again, finally merging into one powerful crest. All the buildup and tension of the past few days, all the heat and stress and loneliness, it all erupted and vanished in an instant. It was all I could do to keep my eyes open, but I had to. I wanted to see Caleb as he reached his release. I had to know that it was my pleasure that triggered his own. 
It must have been my gasp that sent him over the edge. I heard his grunt in response as his hand stilled and his cum spurted to the ground in front of him. I kept the brush handle inside me, the pulsing of my pussy keeping time with Caleb's orgasm until the waves subsided and I was spent. After a few moments, Caleb stood and zipped up his jeans, watching me with a smile before heading back toward the cabins. I wondered who he had left behind. A girlfriend back at home? A wife? Would we have an interlude like this again? I hoped he had found some relief, however brief. I lay back on the bench, letting my breath slow and my muscles relax. The wind had kicked up, finally bringing a relief from the heat. I closed my eyes, listening to the evening bird song and the chatter from the cabins. The crew was gathering near the mess hall, ready to relax after a long, hot day cutting fire breaks and beating back the flames. Tomorrow would be more of the same. But for me, for tonight, with Caleb, I had my moment of release. A cheer echoed from camp. I wondered what was happening. Then a drop of rain splashed onto my skin, followed by another and another. All right, Lord listeners, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. That was Cooling Off by Britt Ingram, as featured in Best Women's Erotica of the Year, Volume 6, edited by Rachel Kramer Bussell. You can follow Britt Ingram on Twitter at Ingram Britt. And don't forget to follow Best Women's Erotica at BWE of the Year. Don't forget to email us or reach out on Twitter and tell us that you'd like a free download code for BWE6. Audio production by Big Daddy Dave Carraway. The KMQ would like to thank the following musical artists. Kai Engel. KMQ introduction music by Vivich. The Kiss Me Quicks Erotica podcast is a Stupid Fish production and is brought to you by Best Women's Erotica of the Year, Volume 6. Stupid fish.